listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Welcome back. It is episode two of Adulting Ain't Easy. I am your co-host Andrew, and joining me, as always, is my lovely wife Liz. Hello. It's season two, episode two. It is season two, episode two. Thank you to everyone who came out. Well, not really. No one really came out and saw our live episode, but thank you for those who listened. Yeah. Returning people who watched season one or listened to season one, you really can't watch this show. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a long night. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You're tired. It's a long. You had a you had an interesting evening. Mm-hmm. So this week is like the last whole week of school, and so we have those all those wonderful assemblies like for parents and stuff. So today was honors night for fifth through seventh grade, and I had to actually speak, which is kind of scary for me. But I think I did okay. Yeah, you were practicing. Uh-huh. And then, um... <coughs> bless you. Thank you. And then 8th grade graduation is tomorrow. My babies leave the nest. Tomorrow? Really? Mm-hmm. So, are they not in school on Friday, then? Nope, they don't have any school. They're done? Like They're Thursday, done. Thursday, they pack up no. their desk and no. locker and... Nope. Tomorrow, they pack up their desk and... Wednesday night they grad or Wednesday night they graduate and they're done. Oh wow, crazy stuff! And then mm-hmm. you just have half days like the rest of the school year, which is only another yeah. week and change. Thank Not goodness. even a week. Week from tomorrow, May 29th, I'm done. So yeah, just over a week. That's yeah, and you know what that means for me? Sleeping in. Yes, and then I have to do household chores. Yeah, gotta love them. Yay. And speaking of household chores, it's that time of year again when everyone has to venture outside and take care of those pesky problems. Yep. Yard work. Yard work. That is the topic of today's episode, which is a very adulting thing because when you're a kid, you don't... Your extent of yard work is maybe mowing, maybe picking weeds on occasion. More often than not, your parents did a lot of that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you're an adult and it's your own place, then you have to do it. Yep. And we, we've had our fair share, because last year we had a lot of help with the initial weeding and getting a lot of the brush cleared out, and this year it's just dealing with all the craziness of all the rain we've had this year so far. It's made weeds go crazy and all the fun, so... 
Yeah, remember when we bought the house and we're like, yeah, we have a great yard. I'm so excited. And they're like, oh yeah, big yard. Big, lots of weeds. No. I wish we didn't. Because we've got a lot of crap. Well, we also saw our house more in the winter, so we had no idea when we bought it. Just how in turmoil our lovely place is in. Yeah, it was... It would be like saw it in March, and then by the time we moved, or like by the time we bought the house, went there, it was like, oh, there's a. We didn't. We declared a lot of the planting bed because it could have been so much worse. Well, we had like a whole entire corner of our garage that's just. It was just looked like a jungle. Uh huh. That's all I could describe it as. You could have probably cut it with a machete, to try and get through to the other side. It was really. I like looked at that one. Last year, and I was like, that needs to get out of here. Right. I can't. What did Tyler say the other day? He's like, if I never had to oh, mow trade, another blade, blade... He said he would, uh, he would trade all of his worldly possessions to never have to mow another blade of grass. I feel like... Which but goes that's to like, any level of yard work. But that's just so easy, I feel like. Well, I some of the mean. stuff that we're doing is just so extensive and backbreaking and... Right. What not. But yeah, I I do agree. There's, it's not a task I look forward to doing, but I think mowing is one of those ones that, yes, it kind of sucks to do, but it, it's the most like, it's like vacuuming. It feels very accomplished when you're done because you can see an easy before and after. Mm-hmm. And you're really just walking back and forth. It's not really... Good exercise. You're not, you're not, it's not like you're using a, uh, a manual one or you're, like, I feel like that, like, weed eating is kind of fun. You're using a weed whacker, just mm-hmm. going up and down the... I feel like that's easy stuff, but if you're working like if you're working from scratch, kind of like we are, it gets really extensive, and then you realize just how little tools you have and how many you need to buy because you didn't realize it'd be as hard as it was. Just like our current project outside, right? Getting out the ugly ass bushes. Right. We had uh, two old blocky like evergreen bushes i don't know what type they are they were very blocked out they were like over... a piney bush i don't know yeah it's a it's a very like stereotypical bush you imagine on a house just big green there but also dead partially dead but also dead <laughs> liz wanted it dead yeah it was time i mean it was still very green it was just it was just awkward and a lot of the underbrush parts of it died because only really the outside is what keeps the green color once you trim it back it's like Oh, there's just a hole of dead inside of this thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, and these bushes have been around since probably the house has been around. So those things were, that thing is in there. And we're still only like, not even a third of the way through it. Oh, between the three bushes. Uh, well, we tried building out the biggest bush because I had already trimmed it earlier in the mm-hmm. year. Because I was sick of looking at the dead branches. And then Andrew, what are you doing, Rory? Um, so then we tried everything. I mean, we literally, like, we were just, like, we cut all the branches off. Then we tried digging around it. We, we, yeah, we, uh, we dug around it. We just, it was just, it's, it was very deep root system. And we broke some of the major kind of arteries of the root system away. And there wasn't, it was just able to get behind it because it's right against the house. So... Went and got an axe. Yeah, we did like a, la- a landscaping axe. We did not have an axe. Yeah, the whole time I'm walking around, just pull, have an axe over my shoulder, and so we had 
it was like a, especially like it has like kind of like the like a pickaxe part on the one end and then like a regular axe on that. And I'm just in there just wailing on the uh, one side of it, and I I think we got it pretty loose. We even tried like getting on top of it and trying to like break that one because part of our like front stoop it's a little expanded on the bottom. Like, it's like they just poured a little extra concrete that's about, like, a foot thick. So we can't, or a foot, like, deep into the ground. We really can't get under it, so trying to pry it up. Mm-hmm. So we ended up running out of time because the weather came. Um, the weather came. It's always there. It's just... Well, it started raining. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not going to swing an axe in the rain. I'm Your axe. My axe. That was probably. I think Andrew was about to kill me because I kept. And it's a reference to Lord of the Rings. If you don't know, because you can have my sword. I swear you to you, my sword and my axe. Because Gimli is obviously one of the best uh, characters in Lord of the Rings, and I. And he is like my spirit animal. Gimli. Gimli from Game of... Or not Game of Thrones! Oh my gosh, no! Lord of the Rings. Oh, no. That's big difference. <laughs> Game of Thrones is... Um, was... George R. R. Martin did... start Like, he did use... Uh, Lord of the Rings as kind of a, a jumping off point creatively with when he created his story. But yeah. that's... Neither here nor there, but we've... Neither here nor there. It's our big project right now, and there's so much more stuff to do... We, and if you ignore stuff, it just gets worse. Right. Just like the weeds in our backyard, because right. we have not, we've neglected them for a while. Right, we've done, we've done some of it. We did get rid of the ivy. We did, that's a big I keep tracking it and I have not seen it, and it actually caused another wild and crazy thing to pop out of our yard, which is Lily of the Valley. But at least the Lily of the Valley is pretty. It's right. not like the ivy where it was like half dead and just everywhere and starting to slowly creep towards the house which made me super nervous it was keeping towards the house and towards the yard it was like it was just spreading mm-hmm. and it, we spent i feel like it was like last month we just we were just took turns just digging and pulling and cutting and digging and like just pulled every last piece of it i filled up like four yard four to five yard waste bags just with that ivy mm-hmm. but got it and i got it before it started growing fresh again and it's yeah, took all its entire root Doesn't system, look and it's like a valley of death anymore. Right. Because by the end of the season, because we had tried to kill it last year, but we weren't able to get a lot of the roots. I remember up. just taking the lawnmower and just running it over, and that just wasn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. But it, like it, it wasn't like because like last summer when we were because we didn't do anything with it last summer, like originally, and it was just big green and bushy, and it, it was just a, a mess. It was just. I know some people like it, but not me. There's a lot of things that, like, I guess, landscapishly, that's not even a word, but... Certain people's landscaping tastes versus yours? Yes. Like, this person that lived here before us loved, like, tending to their garden or, you know, the plants outside because literally it was like... There were some... There were some... And liked birds. But there were so many, like, different plants. We had to, like, ask people what they were. But if you don't take care of them, it just, like, it looks like a big sloppy mess. There's not a... I think at one point there was a rhyme reason to it, but they were older and as they fell out of it, it just kind of spread and... Like, we have so many hostas in our yard between the and, front and the back. 
and the thing is, like, if I had more of a green thumb, I'd be like, oh, great, that's awesome. But it's like, I don't want to be the person that spends every, like, there was a lady that I used to live by, she used to live by me, and that's what she would do, like, all spring and summer long. Like, she would go out and water her garden, water her flowers and stuff twice a day. Like, she would even go out at night and, like, in the dark, just watering your flowers. And, right. like, that it's, was her baby. Like, some people are, that's just their, that's their, what they do to relax. Yep. And there's just too much stuff. Even right now, like, the front yard looks okay. But, like, to me, it's like, oh, my God, there's just so much crap there. I just want to move it and make it look more cohesive. Right. And it's driving me crazy. Right. Because when we shorten our planting bed, we uproot as much as we could. But still, we... There was perennials that we just killed that have popped up, and they're not in, like... They're not evenly spaced. We have kind of, like, clusters of stuff. And Liz and I are both not gardeny enough to really, like, want to, like, transplant space it out and be like, oh, like, but I this do, here... I do want to do that. It just takes a lot of time, and with all the stupid rain that we've been having, there's no time to do it. Right. You're working between the raindrops and... You know, you have all the... The thing that makes me so mad, especially with recently, it's like, there's really nice days during the week when you're working, but Uh then when you get to the weekend, when you actually have time to do these things, and it's crappy. Well, it's like last week. Mm -hmm. Last week it was like, sunny, warm, it... Like, there was just... It wasn't... It was not super dry, but it wasn't super wet. It was perfect, and then like... Oh, yeah, it's going to rain Saturday and Sunday, and you're like... Well, it was like two... Yeah, exactly. It's like it's sunny for most of the morning, but then, oh, in the afternoon, here's a downpour Right, or it's like all day, it was beautiful, perfect to mow. I was like, oh, I'll mow when I get home. And then it's like, oh, no, it's going to rain and drop 20 degrees. You're like, oh, that's great. And then, like, well, it rains, so I can't mow the backyard because the backyard's going to be wet. And then it's just like... Mm-hmm. And then it just catches up to you. Mm-hmm. But I did. we did manage to get some mulch down, so at least that'll stop some of our weed problems in the front yard. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I feel like with our house, since it was owned by old people, it's just like never-ending. It's a lot, it gets overwhelming when it's just, um, just the two of us. And I feel like, like for me at least, it's like I don't want to ask for help because I'm like, well, right. they did all this help last summer. I don't want to take up their time right. they have their doing own it stuff this to... summer. Exactly. They've got their own stuff they've right. got to do. And like we feel like when they did all this stuff for us last year, that they were neglecting their own stuff, and we want to give them... We want to be able to be self-sufficient. Like Obviously, we can't send them every summer to come help us. We're not going to hire people to do it because we're That's able... But we're money. There's a lot more people that are much older than us that are doing it themselves, and we can't be those people who... Well, obviously, we can't spend that kind of money, but... Still, it's like we can. We're perfectly able to do our own yard work. Yeah, it's like the guy was like the, the uh, the yard guy, like the true green guy, pulls up and it's like, all my houses around us, and it's like our yard is just dandelions. And I was, he's like, well, yeah, we can take away all this for whatever is like thirty bucks, but it's like, oh, that's it's actually going to be like thirty bucks initially, and then twenty bucks a week in perpetuity. And I was like, no, that's not how this works. No. So we got our weed and feed, and we. Killed it all. Yep. Now it's all the white puffy dandelions, but those are dying now, and it's just... Yep, all we gotta do is just mow the lawn and get... Once it's dry enough, mow the lawn and get rid of all the dandelions, and then we don't have to worry about it for a while. Right, I mean, our backyard's those dandelions, but that'll be the next step. And Because mm-hmm. we're putting this, like, weed and feed stuff, which needs a 24 hours free of rain, but the grass also needs to be wet, so it's like... It's like you have to do it, like, 
at the perfect time in the morning and make sure that there's no rain. It's like one of those, oh, what was it? I don't know. It's like, it reminds me, I don't know why it reminds me of the Miss Congeniality one. What's your perfect date? Oh, April 25th, because it's not too hot, not too cold, and all you need is a light jacket. And I don't know why. It's just like, you have to have like the perfect conditions to do it. But it's like, it's only like, there's like a very small window of time to actually do it. The only thing that's been beneficial about having all this rain is that we put some sod down, at least the sod is benefiting from the rain. So we're not having to be out watering it every day. Yes, because another thing we did last summer was cut down a bunch of trees. Because we had a lot of trees, but a lot of them were dead. And that was kind of like the one thing that we really could not do entirely by ourselves because we are not tree people. Right. We had the one that was for sure dead in the back. That was literally just like a a very tall stump. Mm -hmm. Like it was a, probably a, it was taller than like our our house completely. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, we had some smaller, like, trees that were just, like, this lady just liked trees, and they're just awkward in the way we don't need them. So, luckily, we had a friend who was able to, um, just take care of that for us, because he's, uh, he took, like, a class in college on, like... Chainsaw. (laughs) Chainsaw. So, like, he just came with a chainsaw and just took it all down. And we ended up with a giant pile of brush that made some local small animals happy. But we got it all cleared up when we got all of our tree stuff taken care of, but... I think Liz getting that tree out in the front that's now a patch of grass now and so is to a dirt mm-hmm. makes Liz very happy. It does because literally like when we were, um, I was looking back at pictures from when we bought the house and it's just like, it looks completely different. Like you could barely like see, if you stood on the street, you could barely see the front of the house because that tree was just so big, ugly, and nasty. Yeah, like and it wasn't like, it was so low to the ground, like there was no trunk, it was just all came out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it was like a bonsai tree. Like yeah, a giant monster like in your an, front yard. It was just a big, ugly, like, semi-bonsai tree. And like, it if it was in our backyard, cute. it would have been better. I wouldn't have liked it either way. But in the front yard, it was just, I don't know, maybe it looked really cute when they first had it. Because they, like, they planted all these, like, uh... Like, these pretty, like, like little perennial-type leaf things, and... Yeah, they've been it, trying to come back, but we think we have those pretty much dead now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's been, I mean, that was probably the only thing outside that we, well, we ended up having to hire someone professionally to do some of the other trees because they were too high or whatever. And obviously you want to make sure that, grind out the stumps and that, like, obviously, yeah, we can try chopping it down, but you don't know what weight's going to fall. You don't want to risk damaging your property, someone else's property. It's just easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was a nice, that was probably the only thing we really spent, like, I don't know. The only thing that we really spent money on in terms of, like, getting a professional for outside. I mean, my parents were, like, very much for, like, oh, go ahead. Go get yourself some, like, go and hire someone so that you don't have to deal with this crap. But it's, like, we're able-bodied. We're young. Right. I mean, if it's if it's blood, sweat, and tears for a day, it's much better than paying someone else to do it. Yeah, I mean, it really... And, and it's helping us learn a lot. Like, that's this whole experience since we purchased this house. There's been a lot of learning experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's the best thing. Right, because we're going to be ready to deal with anything that really comes up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to become some of those people that I see around that are very, like, helpless when it comes to, like, 
when things go wrong at their house, they've got to just call the repairman right away instead of looking at it and seeing if they can even do anything. Right. Because what's the worst thing that can happen? You can break it more. Great. That is... You know? (laughs) That is a fad that's been sold to us by our family. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, the repair person will always be there when you need them, but if you can fix it yourself, you're learning something and you're saving yourself having to pay for very expensive labor. Mm Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when you look at those bills that you get from the repairmen or the installers or whatever, you're like, dang, I got into the wrong profession. I should be doing your job. I should learn how to do your job so I can make as much money as you do. Yeah, I'm going to be really encouraging when when we have kids that it's college not... isn't always a necessary thing. You could go into a trade because there's always going to be trades needed. You're always going to need a plumber because everyone poops. Plumber, electrician. Carpenters, carpenters. like anything. Well, like your, uh, your family friend. Well, not your family. Like the guy that you've gone to for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like he's done, he's worked with like whole bunch of different facets of your family for oh yeah but he's super good it's he's just that's another thing when it comes to like finding people to do your jobs that you just can't possibly do right it's hard to find people that like you really trust and like you continually call because i know a ton of people that were like they took the money and ran and literally like left right left people high and dry with their remodels but yeah or you see that people like who build um new houses but they just come in they build them quick and then like oh there's this 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 all wrong with it because they used cheap materials or did something like oh well now you need to replace all this because mm-hmm. it was done to look good for now and it's like when you see these like how like the house hunters or like the fixed rubber and it's like well this is all original stuff but you can see this is just garbage or the electrical's mm-hmm. done like yeah. oh the ele- well like with our house like we looked at or we had um originally the plumber came like the it's a family friend that came and did our plumbing but it was like literally we only had him in there because we were looking at what was it well the there, first no, time- we, we had him out there because the we were doing yard work outside we had used the front faucet but it froze in the winter at some point and it was dumping water into our basement yes yes and that's why we had to call him out because like we shut the water off I think we turned the spigot off, and I think that stopped the water. But, yeah, we had to get him out there to change it, and he fixed all that. And But then we were talking about, um, like, or something with oh, the dishwasher. It was, um, it was the disposal. We Are you sure it was the disposal? Yeah, because we had it replaced. We did the, we did the dishwasher stuff ourselves. No, I know, but I'm thinking, because why was he in the kitchen in the first place? Was we, our disposal broken? Oh, it we was are, broken. You're we, right. We got we got a disposal from your. Um, no, not not we, at first. I think something was wrong with our disposal, the original disposal, because he came and remember, it was like the whole electrical box was just shot. Oh yeah, that's right. It, and then we were gonna get a, a replacement one, and that's when we got the one well, given to us. Well, he even like looked under the sink. He's like, yeah, I would need to redo this whole bottom of the sink we're like why he's like it's not up to code we're like oh god are you kidding me like like those things that like like i thought all those fixer upper and um flipper flop like all that stuff like oh they just put that in just because it's right it's good tv but no no it it's really it really happens and it really happens as often as those people say obviously not to the same extreme but it's always like oh this is done entirely wrong right it's like and sometimes it's like well it's 
it's okay here, but the city adjacent to it, it's not okay. Because, mm-hmm. like, apparently, like, the whole thing with the issue of we can't dump the dishwasher into the disposal because it's a code violation, but yet in, like, other counties and stuff, it's not a problem because it's all about how the, like, plumber, like, the unions dictate those things. Like, what mm-hmm. is the code? So, but that's fun, but but yeah, so like we said, like, sometimes you need a professional because you don't want to risk definitely, like, blowing up the house. But yeah, it's like, there's certain things that you just don't touch. Like, obviously, I think the thing that we don't really, like, I don't like doing things on the roof. The roof, yeah. whenever you've gone up there to try and do the gutters, it makes me super nervous. I would it's, never trust you to try and take shingles off the roof or redo our roof or anything like that. Right, like, I've done... Like, I did some of that stuff when I was younger. Like, not that I'm old, but like when I was a kid. But, like, my dad has done that. But it's it's a, it's back-breaking work. And you gotta know what you're looking for. That's mm-hmm. why you kind of need a professional. Or, like, the natural gas. But really, we don't have to deal with it that often. Right. I mean, like, obviously, when... Obviously, like, our, a lot of our kitchen stuff is electric. Like, we have an electric stove and electric oven. Like, eventually, we'll want gas versions of that. And when that comes in, like, I'm not going to... We're not going to run a gas line ourselves. That is crazy. No, I'm not. That's when you hire someone. Who knows what they're doing and can Make do sure it's it. code. Because anytime you mess with that, if you risk... That's the stuff that you need, like... To make sure you have the building permits for, because if you mess something up with natural gas, well, you incoming water, cause an inc- explosion. Well, yeah, but it's not like if you do something wrong, that's all on you. If something gets like, you gotta that's why you gotta hire someone who's licensed. You gotta make sure the building codes, like permits, are in for that. Because like, yeah, basically involving water coming into your house, water going out of your house, electrical is iffy. Some stuff you can do. There's just some right. complex stuff that you... Well, it's like when, like, when we had our, uh... When Bob was out with us, we talked to him, we did something, so I was like, yeah, you might have an issue. It's not, it's not going to be a problem, but it's like, someone could question, like, oh, you did all these changes to your electrical, but didn't have the permits in. But that's only if someone's really looking to be a dick. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in our house... I mean, we have one of, we probably have a decent sized lot, but probably one of the smaller houses on these lots. Right. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if someone decided, like, to buy it from us down the road and just start over. Take it down to the... I mean, it has good bones. I like our house. Right. It's just, they might, I mean, with the, I mean, we have two stories on both sides, two story houses on both sides of us and across the street. The next nearest ranch is like four or five houses down from us. Do you think our neighbors have the same footprint as we do? Or is ours a little bit wider than theirs? What do you mean? At the ranch? Like, our house, like, our, like, do you think, like, our other neighbor's houses are just like our house, but like a second level on top of it? Or do you think they're narrower than ours? Um, it's hard to say. I want to say that, like, one of our next, I would say that the ones on both sides of us, I think that they're... Maybe a little bit narrower, but they've got the top floor, and I'm assuming a basement. Right. I'm assuming... But, I mean, I like our house for now. Right, but, like, our house doesn't have expansion possibilities. I mean, we'd have to expand back, and And then... I I think there's that whole rule about... You have to have a certain... Distance between your backyard and there, and we have... Yeah, the way things are ran back there, it's just... It's not ideal. Mm Mm-mm. Like, and if we like, decided, like, because we always talk about that our 
master bathroom is not very big. Right. And it's like, oh, I would love to just, like, knock out, because there's an exterior wall. Right. Oh, like, knock it out and put it, like, make it a little bit wider. But then it's like, well, then you have this awkward, like, bump in your design, and it right. looks funny. It's like, like, oh! On the blueprints, it would look really funny, and... You know, there's like that whole I don't know. Right, and you can't build any other direction because, like, oh, you could build you can't build it into the living room. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, but then you'd you'd end up with a long, narrow master bathroom, which doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. If we had if we had want to stay in here forever, we would have to try and do a bunch of remodeling and right. expanding. But for now, right. we're you're content. Content. It's a nice place. Right. And it can get we're... us through at least probably ten more years. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Before we'd feel the the size of the house. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like we like from like what we've learned just like recently is that like some people around our age moved into like a much smaller house, but they're young. They're unattached. They can have a house that's like that house. Like like your uh, like your cousin's place. Mm-hmm. My cousin just bought a house, and I think it was at nine hundred square feet. Yeah, which is about half of what we have. Almost exactly half of what he we. But have. it's like he's by himself. He works a couple different jobs. He's not home very often, so something right. like that is okay for him. But like for us, it's like, and we all we also have animals. So like we have, we came into this house with a dog and two cats. So we wanted more space so we wasn't like the cats and the dogs right. were on top of us. Because that's kind of how it felt when we were in the apartment. The apartment right. was 800 square feet, Like, I feel like Liz couldn't have moved to my... Like, one, it would have been... A, like, it could have been done, but it would have been very difficult. Oh my gosh, I think we would have killed each other if we lived in that apartment. Right, like, obviously the house... The people get a one-bedroom apartment with two people. It, just, it happens. But we would have felt this... Like, it was also a bigger... Like, a, a more comfortable layout of an apartment, too, mm-hmm. than I had. Nice living space. But, yeah, you would have felt the size mm-hmm. with you and I. And I think the closet wouldn't have handled both of our sets of clothes. I do miss that closet. That was a nice touch to have a walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. Yes, but, Peter. Yes. And then we added a bird because we felt like our house was empty. Right. Well, Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we have animals on... Every room of the house. No, we, well, I guess you're right. But I like, I like the animals because it it, it, it makes me feel less alone. <laughs> right. There's always someone happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Or wanting your attention. Mm-hmm. And the other days that make it stressful, but I think... Most the- days, they, I would say that they don't. I think, I enjoy having animals because I never really, it makes me feel more, um... Like, a peace of mind. Because when I was younger, I was terrified of, like, I would only stay in one room of my house, like, when it came to, like, if I were by myself. It was, like, I'd either stay in the living room or stay in the family room and have the TV on, like, not move until my parents came home or someone else came home, like my brother. Or I would be in my room and lock the door and, like... So your bedroom or just lock the door to the house? No, lock the door in my bedroom. Every... Were you that afraid to be alone? I I was kind of like, I don't know. I was just very, it made me very uneasy to move from room to room. It's just weird. I was a weird child. I I get that. There's still, like there was times, there was one time that I think generally freaked me out when I was living in the apartment. 
Because I, I had a garden-level apartment, so, like, the two big windows to my apartment were just above the ground outside. And I remember sleeping, and someone knocked on the window outside my door, and uh, the, the window right behind my bed in the middle of the night, and I was just awake for the next few hours. Yeah, like, that's I so looked scary. outside, the window didn't see anything, looked out the other window, like, I don't know if someone was trying to, like, get in... But still, it was genuinely terrifying. Well, and that's the thing. Like, that make, that made me nervous. Like, especially if I was going to be, like, overnight by my... Like, very few times was I alone, like, when my parents would be, like, out of town overnight. And it made me nervous. Like, I would be... I'd get up, like, four or five times just to make sure I locked the doors. And right. it's like, I knew I did because they're always locked. I mean, that's how I just lived, lived our lives. Like, the back... The sliding glass door was always locked unless you were going outside. The front door, nobody went out of, so it would always be locked. Right. And then the garage door, you just close it and then lock the door at night once everybody was in. Right. And now it's a lot easier. Like, Andrew in a few weeks is going to be going on a trip and I'm not as nervous because I still have my animals to be home. And, right. And Max is a very good protector because he barks whenever the door he's he's very attuned to noises yeah so it's nice because then if he if for some reason someone is around i know about it and i have a dog as an extra protector to uh right and we live in like a safe neighborhood and i know yeah and it's just nice because it's like you're not totally alone you have you have creatures to help creature comforts right literally creature comforts i remember when you um I think before you officially moved in and you stayed here, because I had to travel for something in, like, August. Of, like, right... Like, right before you would have moved in. I had to mm-hmm. go somewhere for work. And you stayed here. I remember your parents came and, like, covered the windows and... Mm-hmm. They sh- wanted me to be safe because they had not... I mean, it was different in the apartment because it was just... I mean, it had all the window coverings and all that kind of stuff. But, like, at this, it was brand new and... There's right. a lot of things that they want just to make sure that I was safe. Right. And now it's fine. Like, we have a very safe neighborhood. We have, you know, obviously we have the animals that are always listening for something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you hear more animal noises than any intruder or whatever. Yeah, or ghostly. <laughs> yeah. And I remember that, and I still have the paranoia, like, if I back out of the driveway and, like, I make it around the corner, I'm like, did I, did the, did the garage door close the way? Because I had issues where, like, they go almost all the way down and then, like, Something will trigger the sensor and it'll bounce back up. And, like, I think I did that one time, like, just forgot to close. Like, I got all the way there. And I think it was, like, still when, like, your grandparents were helping the house. Like, oh, you left the garage door open. I was like, what? Like, You're like, good thing you were here to tell me. I think you were there, like, a half hour later. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I make sure, because I'm like, if someone get into the garage, they can get into the rest of our house. And that makes me very nervous. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, and after, like, we watched that movie where, like, the guy just, like, didn't leave the house. Open like he, house, yes. Yeah, like, that's that my extra fear is, like, I remember, like, right after that happened, I'd be, like, I just, like, I just check, like, closets or rooms you don't go to hold it off and just kind of just go in the basement, look in the crawl space, like, uh, just Could there be it. someone that's sleeping in there? Flashlight, just make sure there's not, like, a... It's really, like, you hear those things about, like, uh, someone had, like, a person living in their attic who would, like, come down during the day when they were, like, at work to, like, eat and, like... Do things and then go back up, like, do the guy's schedule. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, like, the people that had, like, secret rooms that they had no idea that someone was, like, living in. Yeah, like, that... That freaks me out. Oh, and yeah. there's so many things, there's so many people that have had those stories, and it just, like... No. No, no, no. Like, hard pass. Mm-hmm. But I think that's one thing that's... I think it's just... Humans, in general, have a fear of the quiet, of just being alone. So you always... Your mind just always starts racing when you're by yourself. You'll hear things. You'll see things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just something you don't shake. That's not something you just have as when you're a kid. That's just something that follows you. Yeah. Because it's hardwired into, like, our DNA to be like that. Well, you've got that, you know, the, flight, the fight or flight. And if something triggers your fight or flight, you know. Right. It's just like people are just, like, afraid of the dark. Like, there's days, like, when I am tired and stuff and I'll go up the stairs in like the basement and I'll turn the lights on I'm like I'll that last couple steps I'll walk a little faster that's just it's the nature I mean that's the same thing with me if I'm turning all the lights off in the house I'll go a little quicker just because I'm like oh the dark even though nobody's coming after me it's like no one's coming after you it's just like like what is gonna happen it's the anticipation and the fear of that right and if we watch we watch enough like horror movies and like the shows like that where it's like Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. people were just okay with that, and all of a sudden something happens. Uh, but, mm-hmm. Well, do you want to... I feel like we, we tangent off a little bit from the yard work stuff, but it's it's the nature of our show. It's adulting. It's the stuff that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about on next show. Yeah. Will I even be here for the next show? No, I think I might be solo. That's scary. Isn't it? No, no, I'll be here for the next one. You're gonna, Phew! You're gonna... You will... I think you might luck out. Thank goodness. Would that be fit? Yeah, you'll be, we'll be fine. So, you won't have to solo it up. Phew! <laughs> well, I think that does it for episode two of season two of Adulting Ain't Easy. Uh, Liz, where can they find us? Everywhere. They find us everywhere. I don't know. We were on... I, it, you'd think after as many times as I've been on po- different podcasts, I would remember. I don't. Right. You can Obviously, we're part of the Journey into Comics network, so you can find us at journeyintocomics.com. We have a Patreon. We're on Facebook and Twitter. We're not very active on Facebook and Twitter. It's just we have a page on there. Um, I guess we're also on YouTube. We which, are. Yeah, all, all of our podcasts... Uh, Show up on YouTube. Oh. Just, I think... And Spotify. And we're on Spotify, which is, I think, how a lot of people find us now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll, uh... If you search out adulting, we'll, I think we come up as one of the results, so... I think you have to search Journey in the Comics, and then we come up under, like, the albums or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know technology. Technology. I just do whatever. Liz just teaches te- the next generation. Yep. Alright, well, I think that'll do it. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.